0: Is Smart Consulting Sourcing the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services? You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. And now, your host, Ellen Lafitte. Hello, and welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. I am Ellen, and today I'll be starting a brand new series about the six levers to optimize the ROI of your consulting spend. But before we get into that, let me give you a recap of a previous episode. So we saw that as more and more businesses move towards digitalization, procurement is one area that is often ripe for transformation. And digitalizing procurement has many benefits, including improved efficiency, greater transparency, and reduced costs. However, it's important to note that not all procurement process can and should be digitalized. In some cases, sticking with traditional methods may be more efficient or advantageous. Ultimately, the decision of whether to digitalize procurement depends on the specific needs of your organization. But keep in mind that digitalization is key to making procurement simple and efficient. So if you're curious about digitalization of procurement, please note that on top of last week's episode, we have an interview on our other series called Procurement Game Changes on that very topic. And you can find all our podcasts on the main streaming platform or our YouTube channel. But today we are going to talk about optimizing the ROI of your consulting spec. And since it's such a humongous topic, we have decided to create a complete series of podcasts that explain in detail how we have our client to increase the impact they get from their consulting and keep the cost under control. So welcome to the inaugural episode of the six levers to optimize the ROI of your consulting spec. Let's get started. So in today's world, an overwhelming amount of information is available out of fingertips, and it can be tough to sift through everything and scoop out the nuggets of wisdom that we're looking for. Often, companies monitor only the consulting expenses that are centralized by the indirect procurement group. They consider that smaller projects are not relevant to the analysis of consulting spend. However, if you're familiar with the notion of tail spend, You know that when they are unmanaged, small expenses can add up to gigantic amounts. All the consulting expenses, even the small ones, must be integrated and not optimizing consulting spend can be an eight-digit problem for your company. So you know, of course, that since consulting is allocated to OPEX, it has a direct impact on your bottom line. So what if you could add 0.5% to your EBITDA, right? So most companies work well to align their sourcing strategy with the overall goals and targets and optimize the procurement spend and the panel of providers. They even use consultants to accelerate their projects. So why not apply the same logic to the consulting category? Depending on the industry, consulting can represent up to 3% of revenues. A steep change in the cost could very well yield a significant EBITDA improvement. Do you have your attention now? Coffee, tea in my case, is for savers. So the reason why we created the series is that too many companies try to solve the problem independently and fall short. We launched a series this summer on the maturity of consulting procurement. And we saw that most companies have a higher maturity on process and category management dimensions rather than strategy, governance, organization, or enablers. And that tells us that procurement did their best in their own backyard. Still, a transformation requires management support and collaboration. And in our experience, it can only come from the top, even for procurement. Besides consulting has such an influence on the strategy, the company evaluation, et cetera, that procurement alone has little say on the matter. The decision makers are the higher up here. Any transformation has to include all the stakeholders. And whether you are impact or savings-driven, you need to go through the same hoops. It's just a way you will utilize the value capture through the process that differs. So we designed the six levers to optimize consulting spend as a holistic approach to act on both the technical procurement side, but also manage the change and get the buying of the executive committee. So we will use them as our guide and we'll share bite-sized knowledge about them and their significance in each episode. So let me give you guys a sneak peek into what these levers are. So I always say, before you're reducing the size of your bucket, you should look at the tap. In other words, invest in the right project. And guess what? This is our first lever. So most businesses today use the FIFA principle or first in, first out. This means that most companies spend their consulting budget on the first project they need, regardless of the potential strategic value or ROI. After that project has been used up, you must either stop or ask for additional money. And nobody wants to postpone a highly strategic or profitable project because you can't fund them. But the thing is that sometimes even a tiny delay can make you lose your competitive edge. So when you're limited on budget, you need to consider what project will have the highest return for your organization. This means that you have to focus on the most important project for your organization, the one that supports your strategy directly, those that enable other strategic projects, and those that are very profitable and free of cash to fund more strategic projects. In a nutshell, you need to shift from a paper model to a mix of value-based logic. Once you have the right project, you need to figure out how to deliver. And this is our second lever: Select the right delivery model. Even before you launch a project, your top objective should be to choose the best delivery approach. The conventional approach is make a analysis. Should I rely on internal resources or outsource to external consultants? However, this industry is currently experiencing change, creating new opportunities previously unattainable. So instead of basing your decision only on your resources availability, you should adopt a value-based approach, knowing which delivery model would bring in more value for the project. And your approach can integrate the need of confidentiality, of course, the internal versus external dilemma, the need for skill development, etc. And also explore the different compensation models and see which one is better for this project. But beyond this individual project, there are some interesting opportunities in the consulting space, and you need to look at the big picture. How can we utilize consulting platforms and expert networks? Should we create a group of internal consultants or should we consider hybrid project teams? In other words, you have to develop an overarching policy to select the right delivery model and then design an assessment tool for your teams so they can use it for every project. But to ensure these processes go smoothly and don't affect your pockets, controlling your cost would seem a viable way to proceed further. And that's all third lever, controlling your costs. So consulting can represent a significant part of your indirect spend. And because it is rarely managed professionally, often decentralized and scattered, it's an incredible source of savings. And historical relationship and the complexity of identifying your reliable consulting firms have led to an explosion of consulting costs. But the leaks in consulting procurement can come from several other sources. So sometimes you buy more than you need because your RFP are flawed. You don't always involve procurement in your purchase. And as a result, you might have a flawed procurement process and no visibility on the cost. But worse, because you don't benefit from their expertise and knowledge of procurement, it is sometimes impossible to anticipate and bend the curve. You don't always work with the right consultants because there's a lack of knowledge about the consulting market, a lack of diversity and in-depth expertise in the consultants identified. And as a result, a list of preferred suppliers that is not optimized for your needs. You don't always pay the right price many consulting buyers tell me that it is very hard to get some benchmark on consulting fees. And this is not the only reason for not paying the right price. Many companies work with premium consulting firms for operational projects or have a flawed price negotiation process. And sometimes you just lose control during the project because your internal stakeholders don't really manage the project and procurement is not doing its part either. And you don't always count on economies of scale. No framework agreement, no discounts on volume, use of price point to restrictive, encouraging workarounds. But the ROI is not only about cost rights. And those among you that follow me, you know that I prefer to focus on value impact. You know the other part of ROI? Ah, here we go, secure the impact. That's all for less lever. The right consulting firm can make or break a project. You want your project to deliver impact, whether it's advancing your strategy, tracking efficiencies, or capturing savings. And that means working with the right consulting firm. But what do I mean by right exactly? So it means right technical expertise, that's the capability, right industry experience, when necessary, it's not always the case, right political weight, depending on the exposure of your project, right footprint, culture, language, etc. And it's sometimes difficult to identify the right partner for your project and consultants claim to be excellent at everything. So what are the key elements to secure impact? First, a well-written RFP that focuses on the must-have, the way you set the expectation and define the ideal consulting firm. You also have to make sure that the consultants have the experience and the skill they claim by checking their references. Manage your project to make sure that deliver on the expectation and use creative compensation models to align their goal with yours. Never forget that ultimately when you buy consulting services, what you're looking for is not a deal or a fancy approach. It's an impact on your company, be it top line, bottom line, valuation, you name it. In the same way that you could control the impact, managing and making the most of your suppliers is essential. And this is our fifth leverage managing the suppliers. Do you have a ready made panel of suppliers who you know to be experts in the field you need for your business? Perhaps you do not. Checking with your department to find out how they access qualified consulting services and ensure they have predictable, responsible source of talents. In many organizations, consulting is bought directly by the end users and procurement arrives at best at the negotiation phase. And Procurement is often sidelined on administrative tasks such as contract management, purchase orders and payments, but procurement has a lot to bring to the table. Performance measurements, spend management, relationship building and risk assessments, all those are tools that are key success factors in purchasing any goods and services, including consulting. Your role is to make sure that the suppliers meet or exceed the buyer's expectations in terms of quality, delivery, and cost. But what we observe instead is poor supply and management, which results in unreliable suppliers, disruption, conflicts, and unsatisfaction and a lack of communication. So when you have all these leverage checks, what you need is to make sure the change sticks. You need to make the change sustainable. And that is our sixth lever, improving your consulting sourcing maturity in the long run. We all know that organizations should strive for excellence, but have you ever thought about what it takes to be a mature organization for consulting sourcing? First, and I mentioned that before, unless you're already best in class, you will have to transform your consulting sourcing. And that means you will need support from your leadership. Second, people. You need to embark them on the journey, but also train them, build the right organization, and put the right people in the right position. Then processes, how can you change your ways of working without defining new processes, decision-making, sourcing, etc.? And finally, you have to use the right enablers. We started the show with a recap from a previous episode on the digitalization of procurement. What is digital? It's an enabler for improving your procurements, right? Why not for consulting? So at the end of the day, a transformation of your consulting procurement capability is no different than any other transformational project. Without embarking on the people, particularly the most senior executive in your organization, the road will be extremely steep or slippery. You won't get the full benefits of the transformation if the change is not sustainable. The key ingredients to change are valid, create a sense of urgency, involve the stakeholders early in the process, align the executive teams on the objective, communicate efficiently, manage anxiety from the key stakeholders, especially the procurement team, and demonstrate early results. Here you go. You know now our six levers to optimize the area of your consulting span. So we have created this series with reference to the real world problem with insight from real world problem solvers, as well as consulting Support can be a differentiator for businesses, especially during the worst inflation or recession. Why not use it wisely? This series is made at facilitating just that. You'll emerge as wise, educated, informed consulting buyers and user at the end of the series. Here is a glimpse on what we will cover throughout the series. Why should companies optimize their consulting spend? What do the companies usually do about their consulting spend? Most of the time, the methods and processes they use are inefficient or don't work. So what can companies do to make it work? How to utilize six levels to optimize the ROI of your consulting spend? And what do you expect? And of course, where to get started. So over the next few weeks, will you learn all about consulting spans and ways to optimize it? So don't skip a single episode to maximize your learning curve. And that might the end of our podcast. Thanks for listening. So keep an eye out for me next week when I return with a new fascinating episode. Till then, stay safe and happy sourcing. And if you have any questions about how to optimize the ROI of your consulting spend, remember you can always contact me directly on LinkedIn or by email because I'm always game for a chat. Bye and see you next week. Au revoir. You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing the only podcast about consulting procurement. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.